Hello, welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. I am so excited to be here with you guys today. I am so excited that you decided to click on this episode. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I say that every single time, but it's true. I, I really enjoyed this podcast. Um, Today's episode is going to make you think and that's the goal here okay the goal of this episode is just to make you think now what you do with the information and the ideas that I'm about to share with you is up to you um I really just want this to kind of be something where I'm planting a seed and you can elaborate on you can extend you can expand on the thought you know like in your own mind in your own way um this is just something that I've been thinking about and I just, I need to like discuss. Um, before we dive in, let me share what I learned today. So I, if you're new here, first off, hi, um, my name's Chloe. I'm a fitness instructor. I have a podcast. I have two dogs and that's my life. Okay. Um, I love on this podcast and just in my life, I really like to emphasize on the importance of being mindful and being aware and practicing, practicing mindfulness, really, because it is a practice, you know, it's never going to be perfect, no one is perfect at it, but you can practice it, and, you know, practice might not make perfect, but it, practice does help, it does, it does help you grow, and it does help you change and evolve and all that fun stuff, so, if you're going through the motions right now and you're just kind of waking up, you're doing what you need to do, and this is going to tie into today's episode, if you're just doing what you are expected to do, if you're just doing what you're supposed to do and not really thinking much more else, you're going to realize that your entire life is going to go by you and you're not going to remember any of it. You're not going to be able to retain half of what you what you experienced because you were just going through the motions. You weren't aware. You weren't being mindful. You weren't being present in the moment. You were distracted by dwelling on something that has happened or worrying about something that isn't, hasn't even happened yet. You're, you're always, we're always focusing on stuff that is aside from this very moment in time. And that's not good because we need to, we should be present, you know, we should be able to be fully immersed in the moment that we are in. Um, so again, this is a practice. It's not going to be perfect, but that's why we practice it. That's why we, we, we make the effort, um, because over time it's going to be easier and over time you're going to get better at it and it's going to come more natural and you won't have to make the conscious effort to practice mindfulness as much because it will just be, it will become part of who you are. It'll become a habit. It'll become part of your day-to-day life. So, One thing that I learned today, one thing that I learned out of all the rest of what I'm going to learn just from experiencing today, because you do learn something new every day, I learned what teaching a 6 a.m. class at Lifetime feels like, because I have never, I have never taught that early at Lifetime before. I don't think I've taught that early. I think the earliest class I've taught at my old studio was 7.30, but I've never done the early, early um, I've taken 5.30 and 6 a.m.s before. I've never taught one. 
Um, this will be the first and last time I teach a 6 a.m. class, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I, I really did like the energy of the group. You know, it was a fun group. It was a good crowd. And the thing about this group is they are consistent. They are determined. They show up, then they are showing up to work. You know, it's 6 a.m. If you're getting up at that time to work out, like, you are... That is part of your your routine and you are determined. And I liked that because, you know, they, you know, they weren't, you could tell they, they wanted to be there. And I don't know, I, I really liked um, witnessing that and experiencing that. Um, I was just subbing, though that's not like my normal, that's not my new normal time slot or anything. But um, it was an experience and I wouldn't have felt that, ex you know, I wouldn't have experienced that if it wasn't for um, you know, teaching at that specific time, because, the, like, like, by the time I was walking out of the building, the sun was just starting to rise, like, it was dark out for the entire class, and I don't know, I like morning workouts, I like getting up and, you know, I like mornings, I don't like working out at 6 a.m., I think that's a little bit ridiculous, but, um, some people gotta do it, some people, that's the only time they can squeeze in a workout that's the only time that they can squeeze in time for themselves and so I really respect and uh you know just value the people that came and you know again major respect for people that you know get up and get it done because at the end of the day you can't if you keep making excuses you're you're never going to see results right if you keep making excuses for yourself you're not going to get done what you hope to get done you know nothing comes from excuses you have to put in effort you have to put in the effort not excuses so anyway that was that was my morning um let's dive into what I want to talk about because it, it we're it's a good segue so what I was think talking about earlier uh with the mindfulness and like thinking for yourself that's really what I want to talk about today is thinking for yourself um I think from such a young age, we're conditioned, I mean, just the school system, we're conditioned to think and act certain ways and to listen to what we're told and follow directions and be orderly and not ask questions and not question authority figures. You know, we're, we're told to not question why we're doing what we're doing. You know, we're just supposed to do it because that's what we're supposed to do. But at the end of the day, says who, you know? Who created that rule? Who said that this rule was the best rule? Because from what I'm observing, it's not. So I don't know if you guys have ever um, heard the word Sonder. Uh, and if you haven't, it's okay. Sonder is the understanding or the realization that other people have lived full lives that you know nothing about. So I don't know if you've ever been like on the highway, you know, you're driving and you're looking at the amount of cars that you're driving next to. And, you know, I don't know, like if you've ever thought like, damn, like all these people in these cars, like all these cars have people in it and those people are all going somewhere different and they've all left from somewhere different and they all have their own separate lives. They're all worrying about something different. They're all listening to different music or podcasts or silence or they're all experiencing different emotions and they're all thinking about different things like we all have our own separate storylines our own separate plots right they own, our own characters our own our own our own stories you know our own lives 
And so once you start to think about this and you start to kind of realize this, for me, this ties into, again, I don't know if you guys have heard of solipsism. Um, Solipsism, when you look it up, solipsism is the view or theory that the self is all that can be known to exist. I'll say that again. It's the view or theory that the self is all that can be known to exist. So solipsism is basically, it's like a philosophical belief, right? It's a school of thought. Now, if this isn't making sense to you, picture this. You wake up, you walk up to someone, and you ask them to prove to you that they are conscious in the same way that you are. You can't do it. You, you, you can't do it. You can't have someone else prove to you that they're conscious in the same way that you are. So solipsism essentially is the idea that because it can't be proven, no one is conscious. And this is not a simulation theory, by the way. So... I'll read the definition again that I read earlier after explaining all that. Solipsism is the viewer theory that the self is all that can be known to exist. It's all that can be known to you to exist. Right? So let's take this a step further because, I don't know, that's a mindfuck in itself. But if you take that a step further and you picture this, there's only a few humans conscious in this universe. All right? Only a few of you guys. You're one of them. Now the question is, have you met any of them? Have you met any of those few conscious humans in this universe? What if you're the only one on Earth? Right? Yeah, I said in the universe. Maybe maybe there's others that are spread out in the universe, you know? What if you're the only conscious one on Earth? What if everybody else on this planet is just... They're just characters that are filling in the holes in what you're seeing right so like when you go to the gym and all those people are there working out I don't okay wait this is another thing have you ever like seen someone like working out or like eating at a restaurant or like just doing something in public and you just kind of are like they've been doing that for way too long like, I, like, that looks like the background of a movie where the person is like, okay, you stand here and you you pretend to keep eating. And it's like they've been eating the same thing for, like, 10 days. Like, <laughs> they've been eating the t- same salad for, like, an hour. And you're like, there's no way they're still working on that. But, like, they are. I don't know. It's like, are they actually real? Like, are they there? Or are they just there because you're there? And so everyone has to kind of, like, act quote-unquote normal around you so you don't think about it so you don't question anything and like you know there's that thing where like you know if a tree falls in the woods and no one's near it like does it actually make a sound like it's kind of like that like does does that tree even exist when you're not around do the woods even exist when you're not around you know like what what exists does anything exist besides in your mind because essentially everything's made up of atoms right we're all constructed into these into these beings But, like, what our eye perceives is only what the eye can perceive. You know, so you might not be seeing a lot of what's actually there. 
And some of the things that you are seeing could simply not be there at all, and it's just a figment of your imagination. So I don't know where you guys are at, and I don't think I've really explained my stance on what I believe in in the sense of spirituality and religion. I am not a super, I'm not a religious person. I definitely have learned about a handful of religions, and I've kind of taken what I like and what resonates with me and what makes sense to me, what I agree with. I've taken those things and kind of incorporated them into my own practice my own way of living my own way of thinking and believing um I consider myself to be a pretty spiritual person and I I grew up going to church like I I was confirmed in a Lutheran church and my parents they that's what they knew and a lot of us we grow up we're born into a family that that you know is religious and you know practices a certain religion practices something specific and we just kind of grow up and we 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 implement that into our life because that's all we know. That's all we're taught. And we're taught that it's the right way because that's that's what they know. You know, that's what our parents grew up knowing and that's what their parents grew up knowing and so on. You're just kind of, you're doing what you're told to do. It's tying back to being doing what you're told to do just because you're being told to do it. And you're not really thinking, okay, but what if I don't agree with this? Or what if this doesn't make sense to me? Or who said that this is all true? Who said that this is the right way to go about things, you know? So, again, I don't know about you guys, and it's okay if you don't agree with this and you don't believe it. For me, I am someone who believes that we all came onto this earth and we have some type of purpose. We have some type of mission we're trying to fulfill. And I think a lot of that purpose ties into learning and it ties into expanding our consciousness and kind of waking up, you know, like we come here and we learn all these lessons. And I think until, I think that we, as these souls keep reincarnating as humans over and over until we learn the lessons that we need to learn to reach our highest self, to ascend to the highest version of ourself. And once you reach that highest version, that's when your soul can, you know, leave the earth and do whatever it else, whatever it does in the universe. I don't really know what it does, but it it does it does whatever it wants to. You know, the highest version of that soul, um, it's ascended. And I I I don't know. Some people that might not make any sense, and that's okay. Um, but I think another big thing about religion and spirituality that we all need to understand is people are going to believe different things. People are going to resonate with different things and that's okay. But one thing that I don't agree with is disrespecting someone else for their beliefs or disrespecting someone for what they don't believe or disrespecting and shaming people and talking down on them just because you think that your way is right. But like no one has proof of that. And at the end of the day, aren't we really doing the same thing, you know? We're all trying to reach a better version of ourselves. We're all trying to reach this enlightenment that everyone talks about. We're all trying to reach this happiness and contentment. We all have the same end goal. It's just how you do it. It's how you practice the religion. It's how you practice the spirituality. That's what is different. But that's okay. You know, it needs to be different because different people get things out of, you know, they resonate with different things and... Different people have different lessons that they need to learn. 
Another thing I don't agree with is when religions shame people for not following what they follow or practicing what they follow. I really, it really, really bothers me when, um, I know especially in Christianity, it's, uh, they use, it's a fear-based tactic that they use. It's like, if you don't do this, if you sin, God's not going to forgive you or God's going to be mad at you. And I, I just, I don't agree with that. I don't think that we should be living our lives in fear of what the man upstairs thinks of us. That's not how you should live your life. I think we need to live our lives as if we are our own universe and we can think for ourselves and we are doing things for ourselves, not for anybody else, not for the man upstairs. Do it for yourself. All right, not out of fear that the someone upstairs is going to, uh, you know, and someone in the sky is going to get mad at you, not for fear of, oh, they're not going to let me into heaven. It's like heaven only really exists in our mind. We don't know 100,000% if it's true or not, if it's real, right? And heaven, I mean, heaven's different. The The concept of heaven's different for everybody, but you you know what I mean. Like how, how can you use, try to scare someone out of doing something or into doing something based on something that you have no proof of doesn't make sense to me it does not make any sense so anyway the reason that i'm bringing up all of this is because i wanted to touch on reincarnation i want to take this whole topic a step further so i was saying how i think that people reincarnate um until they reach the highest version of themselves now that's just me for many people if they're thinking about reincarnation the question is when does it stop you know when do you stop reincarnating? Because reincarnation, it's a timeline, right? So, hypothetically, another question to take this further, what if you reincarnate at the same time as a past life? How's that work? This could imply that everyone that you've interacted with is a different version of you. Every time you reincarnate, you become more and more conscious, right? The cycle ends when you reach your highest self. The cycle ends when the universe, when when you reach the universe itself, when you become the universe itself, the God himself. If you're reincarnating at the same time as a past life, this could imply that everyone that you've interacted with is a different version of you. That means that you are the universe. That means that we are the universe. Right? And so the cycle ends, the reincarnation stops when you reach your highest self, which means if we're the universe, that means that's it's when we become the universe itself. So if you've ever heard of the egg theory, what came first, the universe or you? You or the universe? Is there a difference? I don't know. Let me know what you think. I hope I just made everybody like a little bit more curious. I want I, I want this episode to trigger some type of deep thought, deep conversation with yourself, maybe with another person that you talk to a lot about this type of stuff. And again, you don't have to agree with all of this. You don't have to resonate with all of this. But I hope you were able to listen with an open mind. I hope you were able to 
let this expand your consciousness just a little bit more, you know? I hope you're able to go throughout the rest of your day with an open mind. Um, I hope you're able to learn something new, whether it be from this episode or whatever else you encounter today. If you want to send this episode to a friend or post this on your story or, you know, send it to somebody who you think might benefit from this, that would really mean a lot. I would really appreciate it. It would help me out a lot. Another thing you can do to help me out, rate this podcast five stars, give it a follow, and you can message me on Instagram. It's Chloe.Vetter, C-H-L-O-E dot V as in Violet. You can mess- message me any topic ideas, you know, any requests, any questions, any comments, concerns, constructive criticism. I want to hear it, all right? So let me know. Message me on there. We could talk. Um, I want to thank you guys so, so, so much for listening to this episode, for tuning in every week. It means a lot to me, and I really appreciate it. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and if not, the sun will rise, and we will try again. Thank you, guys. I will see you all next Friday with another episode. Peace out.